It's a good show. Okay, I'm sorry if it's terrible. Um, hi, I'm Martha Kelly, and you're listening to Radio 8 Ball with Andros Jones. I fucked it up. Did I say it right? <laughs> Keep that one. That's a good one. One, two, three, four. Radio 8-Ball, give us a shake. We're in the studio tempting fate. Wherever you are, putting questions to the songs which we will randomly select here with the help of our friend, Synchronicity. And now it's time for Radio 8-Ball, give us a shake. It's the Radio 8-Ball Show. Welcome back to Radio 8 Ball, the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions, like picking musical tarot cards. I am your host, Andras Jones, here in the studios at Starburns Industries with members of the band Bad and Bed, especially uh, their songwriter, Mary Kobayashi. Welcome Hello. to Radio 8 Ball. Hi, thank you. And you have invited some really fun and apologetic guests. <laughs> Yes. That you have trolled Twitter for. Yeah. And now we are joined by someone I can't wait to find out more about, Natalia Strawn. Welcome to Radio 8 Ball, Hi. Natalia. I'd like to start by saying I'm not apologetic. Uh, I don't. You seem not apologetic at all. Oh, she was the one I was talking about. Dating profile used to say, I'm independent and my friends are protect- protective. Good luck. <laughs> right? Yeah, it Ish. did. Yeah. Yeah, it did. And surprisingly, people liked that. They're yeah. like, yeah. oh, we're yeah. into this. Yeah, they're like, she's she's joking. And you're like, no. Because it's a challenge then. Yeah. It's like, can I get past the friends and her? So, yeah, we had uh, we had a, a guest earlier who was asking about joint, getting on online dating. Have you had a good experience with that? No. I always download an app, and then I, like, make my profile super cool, and I just, like, make it so awesome and have, like, the coolest tagline and everything. And then I start scrolling through people, and I'm like, wait, I'm awesome. I don't need anybody in my life. Like, look out all these cool pictures of me, and, <laughs> like, that's kind of what it comes down to. Got it. Got it. You just fall more in love with yourself. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, like, as I'm swiping... Um, on people I'm just thinking more about myself <laughs> yeah they don't get this they don't get this you don't get this yeah no. exactly yeah so how so how do you know the this band and this person Mary Kobayashi oh, oh man we well I guess we met on some random what would you even call that some random project basically the first writing job I ever had which wasn't mm-hmm. a job but yeah. I thought it was might be a job because I didn't understand how the industry worked. <laughs> and um, one of my friends was like, "Hey, do you wanna do you wanna write on a show for Netflix? Like meet it, meet in this room at like two o'clock." And I'm like, "Oh, I'm writing for Netflix now. Like this is how it works." <laughs> and then I go Same. into the room at the library at LMU, the college that I went to, and Mary Kobayashi is in there, and she's going to be the head writer of this project. Mm-hmm. And there was like. A bunch of people involved. I don't know if I should say everyone's names, but yeah. Oh, come on. Drop names. We love it. It ended up just all falling apart, Mm -hmm. and I'm actually amazed at how long it stuck together. Like, I think we were continuing having writing writing meetings for, like, I don't know, 
two months. Just to be clear, I was not. I was in the same position as Nat. I was not the person who said, "Come write for Netflix for free." Uh, We were working on a pilot that didn't go, obviously, because it really fell apart. But I was given the same spiel: "Come be the head writer." And it's like, yeah, it stayed together way too long. There were like ten people there. It was nuts. So, can you tell us about the pilot? Oh, it was super original about kids in college called dorms. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I detect sarcasm in your voice. Yeah, there's. I almost forgot about you back there, Jeremy. Oh, hey. Hey. What's up? Um, yeah. And then after that, we decided that we were going to write a pilot together, and we wrote a pilot, showed everyone. Mm-hmm. And then um, and we shot it and, and started sh- it. <laughs> and we shot it and started it. Is this something that I'll be able to post in the... No, it's not out there on YouTube oh, or. Oh no, it's been made, but um, it's like out and it's like out in the world right now. What is it? Um, it's a a pilot about two girls in a band. Yeah, and it's basically me and Mary. Yeah. So you put yourself in all and and uh, do you play like versions of yourself or do you play a little bit? Yeah, 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 yeah like yeah. hyper hyperized versions of ourselves. Yes. Like, the person that I find insufferable, like, was the character. But that's also me. Yeah. Yeah. So, and do you, what do you play, what instrument do you play in the band, in the um, pilot? It's unclear. There's we both keyboards. play keyboards. We both, <laughs> and we both sing. And we both sing. <laughs> yeah, to tell you the truth, a lot is going on in this pilot. If you have an idea, I bet it's in there. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Still haven't said the name. Yeah, Is it remaining can we, unnamed. Yeah, can we get the title? It's called Natherin Future Experience, and if it sounds interesting and you have five million dollars, <laughs> let us know. Natherin Future Experience. Yeah. Yes. What is Natherin? Nat and Catherine combined. Oh. Natherin. Yeah, just a combo of two names. <laughs> I thought it was like it sounded like. Like athletes of Nazarene. That sounds way <laughs> like they've got way more going on for them than Nat and Catherine did. So say that again, Natherin. Natherin future experience. Future experience. Mm-hmm. I, I am so intrigued. So uh, and it it's out there. It's being it's being made or is it's it... already made. It's like on one of those like orange hard drive things right now. Yeah, no, it's already made. It's already been cut together. It's already been shown at festivals. We're like getting towards the end of the festival route, and then we kind of have to decide what we oh, want to do with it. You gotta, gotta, you gotta, you have some kind of teaser. Let me have something that I can put on this, okay. so that people who are listening to this can see a little bit of it. Oh yeah, we all want to teaser. Yeah, give us something we can. Oh yeah, I, I think I might have a. Some sound of our bite. listeners might have five million dollars. I'm gonna send you a picture of my phone taking a video of a computer screen later. <laughs> what? That's all. We Is that what you budgeted that? Is that what it's going to cost, or did you just make that? No, it had. Uh, we we put there was a lot of there was good amounts of money put in there at the time. This is another story, but at the time I was dating somebody who had a lot of money, and then I was able to take some of their money and kind of appropriate it for my own use. <laughs> just like the government. Yeah, <laughs> that's how it works. Unapologetic. This is what you wanted. Yeah. yeah. Well, isn't that what a producer does? Oh. Yes. I guess I can't say that because that's, yeah. What? Can we delete this? <laughs> if, there's something, no. if, there's, if there's anything that you're really, really uncomfortable about, 
There's After it comes not. out, you can. You just said you were going to be. Yeah. But I fine. look at Mary's face. I know. I had to stop looking because she keeps giving me the disapproving, like why or like this, like why are we oh, talking no, about this? That light is like <laughs> in my eyes. So is that it's what my it is? Eyebrow. Every time I'm looking over, she's yeah. like. Hey, yeah, no, yeah. No, no. <laughs> it's the light. Okay. I'm light sensitive. Yeah. Of course, you know, the uh, this is an audio format, so the listeners wouldn't have known that if we hadn't just said it. So. No. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, you just tell like the uncomfortableness in Mary's voice too. I don't know. <sighs> well, I just got a message I didn't like from the really? club we're playing tomorrow. Yeah. Um, oh, you want to talk about it? Yeah. <coughs> but not during your episode. <laughs> oh, well, I was interested. I love drama. Oh, the club was like, "Why aren't you promoting the show?" Uh, and they messaged me on an account that I have like a thousand followers, but I've been tweeting Whoa. on it. Whoa, Hollywood. A, that's that's the low. The producer's angry because I'm not promoting my show that's been paid for. It's What? Pat, shut up. <laughs> it hasn't been paid for. Um, but I have been promoting it. But they, like, found, like, my lowest following, and they're like, hey, where where's our promotion? Wow. I'm like, if you only knew how much Tell, I loved you. I'll promote it. I'll get out there with a sign and spin it around. We're promoting the hell out of it on this show. Of course, it's going to come out two weeks after it. So. Exactly. So they won't hear this. Yeah, we didn't really. Did you want? Is there a show that's in a month that you want to promote? No, no. That would be great. But the no. band's uh, bad, bad and bed might break up after this next gig. After tonight. Yeah, after the whole guitar, the way Jeremy treated Gary. It's so that was awful. <laughs> I have something we can promote in a month. Oh yeah, well that's why you're here. My birthday is June 14th. <laughs> Happy birthday! Thank you. On June 14th. Yeah. That makes you a Gemini. Oh yeah. Are you a Gemini? No, no, but my father was a Gemini and my wife was a Gemini. Oh my god. What are you? I'm a Leo. <gasps> yes, I have the same birthday as Michael Ian Black, as we've already established, of August course. 12th. Yes. Of course you're a Leo. Yes. We share le- birthdays with uh, Casey Affleck and Cecil B. DeMille, Mark Knopfler, and who was, Ke- who was the other people he said? Oh my god, you lost me at Mark Knopfler. Yeah. He mentioned Rebecca Gayhart. Oh, yeah. I, I got to add her to my regimen of people I mentioned. She was like, an, is that the Noxzema? She's in the Noxzema mm-hmm. commercials, and I think killed someone with the car. You could delete that. See, I know these are all <laughs> respectful people because I have no idea who any of those people you said were. I don't know if Casey Affleck is still in the in the group of respectable people. But, you know, no, but, yeah. Uh, He's in the group of, like, his publicist told him it's best if you just don't leave your house for a while. <laughs> the other anything. Ben Affleck? Are they related? Yes. I don't know. He's his brother, and I think he's, like, a little rapey or something like that. Oh. I don't know. But not too rapey. Famous Gemini birthdays are, like, Kanye West and mm. Marilyn Monroe. See, Geminis have Tupac. it. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So You've heard of those people. Geminis are the best. I love, you know, I like I said, there's two people I love a lot, where, or love, still love a lot, are <laughs> we're, we're Geminis, so, or yeah. are Geminis. But uh, do you find that, do, do, do you find a lot of duality in your life? Oh, yeah. That's what my question is about. Oh, well, yeah. then why don't we just get to it? What's your question for the Pop Oracle? <sighs> okay. So, my question is, should, I'm, don't freak out, guys, because this is a big deal, Okay. Should I quit my dream of <laughs> being an actor in Los Angeles and move in with my parents who live in Dallas and have an extra house in their backyard, a guest house, and then from that guest house not have a job and not work and just 
chill and maybe like make some YouTube videos, maybe like do some yoga, maybe like learn to cook. I don't know, like just things that are chill, right? Mm-hmm. And before we dig into that, I want to start by saying that I believe anything is possible. I'm a person of faith, not the religious kind, just the broad variety where anything you believe will happen if you want it to. And if it doesn't happen, then just believing in it, you'll be a psychopath and it's already happened in your mind, so it doesn't matter. Mm. And so I'm not saying that I don't think I can get my dream if I want, right? But I started kind of getting it. I mean, I'm in this Hollywood... You know, wherever we are, the fuck right now, studio. Starburns Industries. And, yeah. yeah. Where they make Rick and Morty and uh, community. And Holy shit. Animals and anomalies. So, yeah, this this big, yeah, you're top of the mountain. Yeah. And then I'm, I don't know, I'm like doing all this cool stuff. I got all these new followers like last month. Like, I feel like I'm starting to get famous. Just a small taste of it. Okay. Very small taste of it. <laughs> yeah. And I'm still. It's not, it's not good enough. And even when I had, like, when I had my agent, she was, like, sending me out to do all this shit that I didn't care about. And I'm, like, hanging out with all of these people in this audition room. I'm looking around. And I'm, like, these people? Like, this is who wants to do it? Like, you know, take it off my shoes. I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. Just because it, it's kind of, it's not fun. It's lame. And then, so, yeah, I don't know. And it's, like, in my mind... I'm sitting down, I have to meditate to get over all this anxiety and all this stress, and I'm building this fucking awesome, you know, crystal palace, I live on an island, I have this cool Japanese house with all these pine trees, I don't know if you guys do meditation, but that's that's where I live in my mind, but then in reality, my I live in a, a shitty house with a roommate that's addicted to ketamine, and <laughs> <laughs> never cleans the house. And um, I have to pay for my car brakes to get fixed, so I can't afford it. So I just started taking the Metro, and everything smells like pee now. I can't get it out. Yeah. Oh, my and, God. And, and, and I'm just like, the biggest things I've done are be in some web series that got some YouTube avo- award, so I can have all these, like, 17-year-olds try to DM me pictures of their penis. Like, why am I doing this? <laughs> I'm sorry I'm laughing. <laughs> It is funny, and that's why I think it's funny. And sometimes I'm like, I wake up in the morning, and I'm like, wow, another day of this. Like, what's going to happen? <laughs> but I'm starting to get FOMO. I'm like, looking at my friends who live in Texas, or looking at my friends who live in Florida, or wherever, the places that aren't supposed to be not great. And I'm like, wow, they seem really happy. Mm. Like, they seem really happy. Like, their Instagram is not fire. It's like, just like, them on vacation, or like, with someone they love. And I'm like, my Instagram <laughs> is fire. And I'm very depressed yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I don't know. But then also, it's the duality. So I like the depression sometimes because it's like, okay, now I get to see if I can get out of it, make some art, whatever. And then other times it's like, I don't know. Maybe I don't need to feel depressed in order to get that high of getting out of depression. <laughs> Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, Getting depressed and undepressed gives you something to do, so you don't think about how empty you are. Yeah, ride the ride the roller coaster. Ride the wave. Yeah, yeah. right. But it's like maybe I don't need to be riding waves. That's a waste of time. Maybe I should be doing something that actually helps people and is. You will not be good. riding waves in Dallas. No. No, it's landlocked city. I know. Yeah. But also, it's like I don't know. Maybe maybe if I go there, I'll like 
this horse will walk up to me and, and I'm like, where'd this horse come from? And it's escaped and it's like the same thing and it's just like a movie about a horse and a girl and then that becomes my life. It's like the horse like was in a car wreck and then he ran away and then, you know the movie I'm talking about. Urban Cowboy with Robert Redford and Shane Fonda and Willie Nelson and Valerie Perrine. Wow. How did I remember? Stuff you remember. Wow. Yeah. I was thinking about the one with the horse and the cars hit it, but I don't remember what that was called. Okay. Oh, the one that's another Robert Redford one where I think he directed that one, the Horse Whisperer. Yeah, the Horse Whisperer. And here's what also I don't know who the fuck you're talking about. I don't know who any of these directors. You don't are. know who Robert Redford is? I've heard of him, but like if you ask me movies he's done, I wouldn't know. And I feel like everyone is who likes acting is such a fucking nerd and like knows like all the names <laughs> of everybody. That's me. It's <laughs> fucking nerds. <laughs> Truly, truly. <laughs> like, if someone asks me what my favorite movie Wait, is. I mean, I, I want to get to your question, but I just have to point out that if you are knowledgeable about a thing that you do, I don't think that makes you a nerd. I think that makes you qualify. It makes you someone who knows. Not to say that have you need to know who all the actors are to be a good actor. I think it's probably great and refreshing when you meet cast, when you meet casting directors and you're not, they'll say, oh, well, Robert Redford was just here. And you're like, I, you know, that's great. You know, as a director, you probably want someone who just is real. But uh, just for all the people out there who listen and who are, you know, who are actors who do know who like Orson Welles or Robert Redford are. See, it doesn't make them a nerd. You know who Orson Welles is. I know who Robert Redford is, but I don't really. Like if you showed me a picture, a lineup of four people, couldn't pick them out. Don't know. I'd probably just pick the one that looks most familiar and be like, he's probably famous. I don't know. (laughs) I want to try this game out like right now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> this is we could have a lot of fun we with that. Do it. But we have a real question, and that's what we're going to do. And I, you know, I got to say, I thank you very much because I one of my uh, pet peeves about questions people ask is sometimes people ask me like, "Will it work?" I'm like, I don't give me some context. Give me something. You gave me gave us so much context. It's great. Now we all can really get inside this question. So yeah. now. The question is, should you give up your dream of becoming an actor and move to Dallas to your parents' guest house and live a life of uh, less stress, more leisure, and see what happens? And maybe some horses. Yeah, I mean, yeah, still like make YouTube videos, tweet, <clears throat> tweet yeah. things, but yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm nervous. And now to engage the Pop Oracle, you get to... Pick a card, any card, pick a card, any card, pick a card, any card, pick a card. Hold it up. I got two. Song number two, Air. Air. If Gary's out there, I'm going to butcher his guitar part. I'm sorry. This is a bad in bed song. It's going to be like, maybe it's wrong, maybe it's right. What is it <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to play this part. I'm just trying to play it now. Okay. Uh, uh, ready? Right. Yep. Two, one, two, three, four. There's something in the air. It's this feeling that you're not. Exactly, there are you. I'm selfish and I am right. 
Feeling guilty if I'm not Letting you know tonight However was I made However were you born Crazy cause I'm afraid I deserve all your scorn Selfishly I have not Given it all to you Sometimes I tend to think What more can I do? And everyone likes your face You're the best thing that I could Ever possibly chase I'm selfish but I am right Aren't I? Feeling crazy cause I'm not Chasing you down tonight However was I made However were you born Scorn. Selfishly, I have not just given it all to you. Sometimes I tend to think, what more can I? However, was I made? However, were you born? Crazy, cause I'm afraid. I deserve all your scorn Selfishly I have not Just given it all to you Sometimes I tend to think What more can I do? That was air, the answer to Natalia's question. Should she give up her dream of becoming uh, an actor in Hollywood and move to her parents' guest house in Dallas and be creative and groovy from there? So, Mary, you want to tell us a little bit about the background of that song? That song was when I had a crush on someone. And uh, I hadn't made myself vulnerable to them at all because uh, I didn't know how to do that, especially with someone I had a crush on. So it was kind of like, you're great, you're great, you're great. Selfishly, I haven't given it all to you. So it's like, you know, not wanting to put yourself out on the line. <clears throat> yeah. That's pretty much what it was about. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so... So, Natalia, what did you think about that as the answer to your question? We got got oh, deep real man. quick. Oh, man. Well, so much of that was like, I self, yeah, like you said, selfishly, I haven't given it at all. 
And in so many ways, like, I really haven't. Like, I kind of get, like, dip my toe in, and then I'm like, oh, I really didn't like that guy. Mm-hmm. And he works in Hollywood. Or I really didn't like this photographer. They were weird and creepy. Or, oh, why did I have to have this experience? And then I, like, kind of, like, let it go away. I don't know. And I'm like, I'm going to move back with my parents. They're real people. In Texas, there's no weird people. Like, it's not true. Like, there's probably horrible people there, too. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think also in the duality of that song, like, so many Bad in Bed songs is kind of playing back and forth between should I or should I not? So Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm still, I feel like... I'm still on the fence because who knows, maybe I could go back and have this breakthrough and finish writing these projects and stuff and come back like all fresh eyed and like no bags under my eyes. And like maybe I get like an inch taller and like, I don't know. And then I, and who knows? 80 pounds. Yeah. Um, Also, I think, I think that like, it was interesting that you made it a prerequisite. You said, should I give up my dream and move to Texas? Like to move is to give up, but I don't think that's true. It does. Especially for you. I think that there's like an emotional attachment to being in Hollywood because, you know, you feel like, oh, if you're not in L.A., then you're not really doing it. Yeah. But maybe. But maybe you are. Well, uh, I had a couple of ideas that came out of this. First of all, air makes me think it's, you know, it's the the element of uh, intellect. So, So, you know, it's clearly... There's a, this is a very, you know, maybe you're coming from a very intellectual place about this. And what, what, what Mary was saying is like, if it's like this, then it's, it's sort of like what, you, and like what you were saying. Like, you can make anything happen if you believe in it. And also what we say sort of creates the spells that we live in, like the reality that we live into. So if you create the construct that doing this equals giving up your dream, then that's that's a, a concept that exists intellectually and then it can become reality or we can recognize oh well that's just the that's just thinking right and you and there's a difference between thinking and being and doing and and then the reality of you know what's going to happen so uh, i'll just tell you the synchronicity of my own story because i moved to hollywood when i was in my teens and had a certain amount of success acting on tv and in movies and i had a probably a very different experience but a similar response of like is that all there is is like i want to do like i i'm i'm young and i want to live a real life and i don't know if that's possible living in los angeles but i know i want to be an artist and i moved back to olympia washington and this was before the internet had really like it was just sort of starting and hollywood i gotta tell you hollywood was so behind like I remember when everyone I knew in Seattle or Olympia or, or around the country where I was touring with my band was on it had email and trying and I knew agents and producers who were major in this town were like I don't need email people will call me if they need me and so and that was what's that so Hollywood was like five it seemed like it was five or ten years behind at least five years behind the other industries in terms of wow. accepting the internet because it's a small town and they have their way of doing things. And I have to say, in a lot of ways, the internet has made it a very different and harder town to navigate in some ways. But my experience is that 
it took time, but it's totally possible mm -hmm. to not live here. I mean, for me, I live in Olympia still. I still live there three weeks out of the year, and I come down here for a week out of, I mean, three weeks out of the month, and I come down here for a week, and I produce the show here, and then I go live someplace that's beautiful and cheap, mm. and, you know, yeah. it's complicated. Living in a small town doesn't, it doesn't make life easier in the sense of, like you said, there are creepy people everywhere. Mm -hmm. uh, but it is totally possible to to have a Hollywood career to work in this world and not live not live here. And of course, it's possible. But you're talking to someone who this is like I had I had these exact same questions, and I have built a life that that includes both. But that's also meant missing out on some things too. There, are the you know, but. I don't know if I would have traded it. At least talking to you now, I feel like my ref my experience is maybe reflective yeah. of yours. It's really helpful, too. And I find that everyone I meet that has, like, a spark in their eyes, like they haven't sold their complete soul to Satan, <laughs> is not living in Los Angeles all the time. Or I think it's people who grew up. I think it's a different. If you grew up here, if this is your place... Right. Like we had this guy in Don Heffington. I don't know if you know him, but you you would know him. He's a drummer who's played with Bob Dylan and Emmy Lou Harris and Eleni Mandel and you know it's all these you know he's he's great. He's been Tom Waits. He's been around and he grew and we were we had a, his friends who he was inviting were these old school L.A. cats who grew up here and you and there's a different. I think there is a different thing for the people who are from here and have that hometown feeling like you might have yeah. with Dallas. They're grounded. They've yeah. got roots. Yeah. There's yeah. people around who know them and call them on their shit, tell them that they have a long nose hair or their <laughs> breath smells. Or, it's a callback you know. <laughs> to previous episode. You were listening to that, Natalia. I was listening. I was so excited to be in here. I was just taking like all these videos, like, look at me in this big Hollywood recording studio with my Hollywood friends. But yeah, yeah, I think I think I do want to go to Dallas at least for a while. How's the air? What's the air? Is the air because the air quality here is, isn't so great? What's the air quality like in Dallas? Oh, big blue skies. Yeah. Oh my God, our one of our guests, Martha Kelly, lives in Texas, and mm. I was thinking Austin. when we were talking yeah. to her that her voice sounds younger than mine. What does that have to do with me? Because she's just, I was just she like, lives the in Texas. Smog is ruining yeah. my voice. Oh, like, my voice should sound younger than hers. I think that a voice that's been trashed is very sexy. Though. No, but I think you just have a Thanks. lower register. Oh, how dare you? That's yeah. not a bad thing. <laughs> yeah. I also, isn't do. Gemini an air sign? It is an air sign. Yeah. Yeah. Can I just go one day of my life without talking about horoscope no. bullshit? No. No. Why? Well, you know, it's all part. And it's like the weather. Statistically, you know. no, you can't. No, I can't. That. If the past is any evidence to go by, yeah, probably not. I'm, I absolutely. I'm not. so happy that you like talked about horoscopes, though. It's very rarely I meet someone cool that also partakes. Oh, thank you. I, you know, I don't know if I'm cool, but partakes. Uh, cool. But I do partake. I do partake okay. of horoscopes and other things as well. Uh, I do believe I, I, I wrote a, a book called Accidental Initiations, and there's a chapter in it called A Balanced Diet of Cults, and I believe that. That is like we like having one philosophy or cult is and I, I'm a very uh, broad. I've gotten in trouble around here, actually, for I, I have a broad definition of cults. I think if you're in, if you're a baseball team is a, a sports team, a band, anything that has a group of people who are all in agreement that this is the thing mm. has a quality Tribe. of cult ishness. And I and I 
and so and the people who are the devotees keep that truth alive and try and turn it on, turn other people. Oh, you got to see this movie. You got to see this band. You you know, why don't you like the Yankees or whatever? And I I broke it down as like, well, we have eight. We have the we have the eight chakras and True. seven chakras. Seven. Sorry. And uh, True fact. And so they're all different consciousnesses. You have a need a cult for each of them. Like, you know, like uh, Christianity's pretty good for the heart chakra it's like all this love and everything but it's not so great for the second chakra because they hate bodies and mm. sex you know the, the, the pleasure the, chakra. there's a lot of shaming in that <laughs> so you don't want to take that take your christianity to your second chakra you want to use you know maybe go to tantra for that and horoscopes are sort of a part of that like you don't have yeah. to just believe in astrology but it's like knowing like the weather or knowing you know just I'll all. I'll be in your cult. I'm yeah. already. I'm the balanced diet of cults. Take them on. Yeah. Take a little bit from this. It makes every it makes all the cults a little bit angry and uncomfortable, and that's when you know you're doing it right because you haven't joined any of them, and they're all still trying to get you to join and wondering why you're not joining. You're like, I love your meetings, yeah. and I'll even pay a due, but no, I'm not gonna say have a, a battle yeah. of the cults and only. The one Only that's the... good survives, and we force everyone to be a part of it. <laughs> I think that's called fascism, <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, where America's headed. Yeah, that's what I took out of your summary of your book. I'm so... that we're starting. A I'm cult so right sorry. Now. I'm so sorry that it, I said a balanced diet of cults. No, I have not... the same thing. Like I, this is going to make me sound psycho, but uh, I have like different characters in my head, like. One of them is very competitive and loves competition because I do. But if I'm that person all the time, I'm very miserable and everyone around me is very miserable. So it's like fun to like visualize like a person and name them after like a Greek goddess, for example. And then, you know, be competitive sometimes, but then not all the time. And then sometimes you're like grounded and thinking about earth and animals and shit like that. But yeah, they can't, you know, I like visualizing things like that one of the first things you said to me when i met you was you're really competitive huh <gasps> what a horrible thing true <laughs> it thing stuck to with say. me it's that was before... me into believing i'm competitive well you are but that that must have been before we were actually friends yeah i'm sorry i liked it <laughs> it was a challenge I liked drama yeah. I like tension. I like chaos. But she is very See, competitive. Like, she would name files in our Google Drive for the writers. Natalia is the best. Open if you agree. And, like, we had to open joke. it. <laughs> that's a joke. That's a joke. If I was competitive, then why was I not good at school or sports? Answer that. I can't. Yeah. So are you saying that now you won this argument? Because that's a kind of a competitive... Oh, If there's one thing I can do, See? it's come up with some sick comebacks on the spot. Ah, oh, that's true. I can be very mean. If you ever need to get over someone, just send Nat their picture. <laughs> you will cry really? your eyes out. Really? Not only can I look deep into someone's soul, but I can see every single physical flaw on a person immediately. And personality See, flaw. this you. the more you talk, the more I just think, you are gonna, if you don't leave Hollywood, you're going to own it. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> or maybe you'll own it from afar and then come back. I've had dreams lately where I'm like, I look at myself in the mirror and I can't see my face because I like lucid dreams sometimes. And then I'm like, this is because I'm literally a demon. Like I can't mm. see who I am. Mm. So in conclusion, you guys are right. I should, or more I should go back just to Texas. Like the whole sense of self thing you don't have like a 
vision, like a perception of yourself oh. or something. Yeah. You could also just think that that would be in like an error. An error. Error. File error. Missing. You know. Page I don't know who found. I am. My identity is so tied to this acting thing. I've got to. I've got to get spread my wings, like the mockingbird, state bird of Texas. Well, if you do go back to Texas, find that horse and then ride back here on that said horse. I don't know what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. Only it, it would I'm only work if it. it was like a Pegasus, like because then you'd go by air. Oh. A flying horse. Right. You know. Wow, we're really tying it all in. <laughs> that's what. That's my. That's my job. That's what I do. No so. loose ends at all. Oh, I'm sure there. There are definitely some loose ends. <laughs> yes. We, we leave plenty of them. I mean, that's the whole thing is that, uh, you know, you asked this question, but the the real mad. I mean, I, I don't ta- tell people this a lot about the show, but what we're doing here is like as far as getting your answer is way is only uh, it's only the surface level of the show, because the thing is, someone else is listening to this months after this, maybe years after this and having the same kind of question and getting an answer that is so specific, even out of our conversation. And just like there's things that you're saying that are like things that, oh, my mom used to use that exact same phrase. And that's the reason that I have this question. You know, these crazy synchronicities that happen in the, the, the lives of the listeners that have like long after we have forgotten about these problem, these questions entirely. And that's sort of that's why I call it Oracle fodder. It's like cannon fodder. All these questions and these songs. I love them and it's great. It's I get to connect with people and have fun doing it. But ultimately, the real magic of this is happening in the listeners theater a theater of their mind and they don't you know they don't care about whether or not you're going to move to dallas or whether or not i'm gonna my hand is going to be injured for the rest of my life because my those things might be over i might be have gone out with michael ian black on you know in 2012 in 2021 um so so i guess the the the, the point is that the even though the stakes the 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 big upshot of this is although the stakes may seem really high right now by the time people are listening to this, it'll already be figured out. They'll already be like, Natalia Strawn. Wow. She was wondering about quitting? <laughs> and maybe one of those listeners is like, wow, the Natalia Strawn sounds cool. And then they DM me later. Mm-hmm. And then we meet up. I don't know what happens. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you just ended it at DM me later. Yeah. I think that's. I think we just ended it on that one. That was good. <laughs> what a get. <laughs> Yay. Thank you, Natalia. Thank you so much. I really appreciate this. This was great. You were awesome. I'm really looking forward to seeing... Now, is there there stuff that... I mean, other than the stuff that you've done with Mary, are there things I should be looking for of yours? Uh, Well, I I have, like, things out. Most of it's internet stuff, like, on web series, like, things like that. I have stuff out. (laughs) And then stuff that's in the works that's being edited and whatever. But, um, yeah. You, you can you can look out for me. You're a big internet star, and I'm just too old and unhip to know. My website is... Like Robert Redford. Theinternat.net, if you're interested. By the <laughs> dot time... .net? .net. Internet. Theinternat.net. Alternatively, natmyfault.com. <laughs> natmyfault.com. And theinternet.net. <laughs> Wait, what is it? <laughs> theinternat. Dot net. I, I bought both of those. Really <laughs> nice. Can you get a dot net? No, I wanted to. Yeah. yeah. My YouTube channel, I went by the internet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The internet. 
and it was like welcome to the internet and like everything's like through the internet like it's very it was a face i liked it it's now permanent well, of course because it's your favorite <laughs> it's your favorite name yeah. natalie's your favorite name and Nat- natalia is not natalie but still yeah. it's a date yeah yeah that's Nat. close yeah Nat. yeah are you a big fan of Nat- the national treasure series actually yes yeah. Okay. I loved it when they put the lemon juice on the back or whatever. Nicholas Cage. I've never seen. I that. love Nicholas Cage. Nick, Nick Cage. The crazy mofo. You Every, know. I have a whole YouTube um, list of just Nick Cage videos. Really? Yes. It, actually, at the beginning of the internet. The when you enter the internet, when you log into the mm-hmm. internet, mm-hmm. <laughs> there's a bunch of Nick Cage pictures that flash flash across the screen where his like eyes are really big and he's. That is so screwed up. I know, Have you ever was... woke up screaming, not the bees? No, but I know exactly what you're talking about. Not the bees, not the bees, not God, the bees. I never even saw that movie. What about The Rock, where he catches, spoiler alert, catches the nuclear ball in his hand? Is that in The Rock? Starring Sean Connery and Nicolas Cage? Oh I always mix yeah. up The Rock and Con Air for some reason. He's in both of them. That's why you <laughs> get them mixed up. But they're very That's why they're movies. both my favorite movie. A... Did you ever eat a cockroach? Mm, what? That was his first. That was the thing that put him on the map. See, I really like vampire. I think it's a vampire's kiss. I think that's what it's called. Yeah. Mm. Like, am I willing to eat a cockroach for a job? But no. He did it in the movie, like a live cockroach. Yeah, he had, oh. he, he eats a real like that was the first sign that Nicolas Cage was maybe a little bit more intense than your average Cold young Hollywood actor. <laughs> There's yeah. a video online called Nick Cage freaking out, and it's like it's a viral video, and it's like 15 minutes of just him, just like going through all of his movies, someone spliced together, like in in sequence of him getting more and more angry. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> we are all in agreement that Nicolas Cage is a national treasure. <gasps> nice. Oh wow! <laughs> See, that's what you get when you're you've made it. You really think of things like that. I'll remember you as saying cool shit like that. <laughs> Thank you. When I'm gone, I'm glad I'll be remembered like that when I'm gone. We are in Star Wars. <laughs> hit the follow that with the chef's kiss. <laughs> Forget Pizza about it. Buddha show. <laughs> it goes at, that goes at the end of each of these. It's one of. Are we allowed to do that anymore? It's one of the great what? Each, what? Oh, this, am I being racist? Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know anymore. Let's do it anyways. Well, I mean, I, the first thing I saw when I walked in was Mario on the computer screen. Oh. Yes. It's me. <laughs> Um, wow, that's great. I used to have this friend what? named Nikki, and my name's Mary. So we would always, like, make play on words on each other's names, and hers were always very clever, like, you know, whatever. Well, it would be, like, something like Mary, uh, Mary, Mother of Christ, or, like, <laughs> just not not even – I can't even – like, yeah, they were so good. So for a while I would think of good ones for her, but then I just got stuck on Nikki Ellis Cage, and mm. it was just, like, every time it was Nikki Ellis Cage over and over. Not clever. Not really funny, but I just love Nicholas Cage so much. The only thing I could think of you saying Nikki <laughs> is the print song Darling Nikki, which is responsible for the um, parental advisory label. Because when uh, Tipper Gore bought that Purple Rain for her daughter and that song came on, he's singing about the titular Nikki masturbating to a magazine. Tipper Gore flipped out, and then that's what introduced oh, the whole yeah. thing. Wow. I mean, I'm, 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 could that be was totally a tough yeah, no, uh, what happened? You totally nailed it. That's I lived through it. <laughs> And then we had then we got Dee Snyder and Frank Zappa going giving test, testimony to the to Congress on obscenity and actually <gasps> talking about national treasures. The fact that Frank Zappa is in the national record defending free speech is 
something that is for the ages. Like I'm glad that he's he can't be completely wiped. Those Don't know who Frank Zappa is. No, there was like a slew of words. I didn't know what most of them were. Zappa, Congress, obscenity. Zappa. See, when she D. said Snyder, none of those. But when she said I, Congress, I've heard of. When <laughs> Mary said Nikki, I just thought of that guy with the boobs on his head from from Little Nikki, that movie with Adam Sandler. Mm. Yeah. Mm. See, my my cultural taste is um. The palette is very broad. He, he has boobs on his head? Yeah, he wears a bra on his head. You guys haven't seen Little Nicky? Oh, wow. Who doesn't know what things are now? Little, uh, Nicky's, guys. Little Nicky's actually pretty good. I'm woefully unaware of the Sandlerverse. Yeah. You made Jeremy apologize, kind of. Hmm? Not hard. Yeah. No, he didn't. I just said I'm <laughs> unaware of the Sandlerverse. <laughs> to, to, Some people would say that's something to be proud of, but... I was I was I I watched Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore too late. Yeah, because every, everyone like my in my generation was flipping out about mm. it at the time. But you can't watch that like in your thirties and get the same thrill. I think that often about movies that I really liked as a kid. Like if I were to watch Anchorman or like Borat now, is that still funny? I think Borat, Borat well, probably yeah. The first Anchorman parts of it. Yeah. Here's a good Nikki name for me at Turbo Grandma. This is a tweet. Mary Banalow. That was one of the <laughs> nicknames for me. Mary Banalow. Mary Banalow. I like that. Mary Banalow. At the Copa Cabadin bed. Hey. That's like a, a, a cool troll. <laughs> that was troll. great. <laughs> no, it was great. Shane, I'll apologize for that. No, no, no apologies <laughs> necessary. Um, so do we have to? There's we have another someone. Everybody's late, so we can keep. Yeah. Talking. Oh, is he supposed to be here now? Yes. The guy. Ah. Gary left. Yeah. I wonder. I hope he didn't. He wasn't around to hear me put your song. Is it okay if I tune or? Yeah, I think. Yeah. Well, I think we're. We kind of wrapped. We. Can I take some? Pictures? We wrapped and then went. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for listening to Radio Eight Ball. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe to us on iTunes or Stitcher, and check out our website and the links provided for info about past and future shows on the Radio 8 blog, our ongoing Patreon campaign, and where you can download our Radio 8 Ball app that allows you to engage the Pop Oracle directly in the form of every song ever performed in the history of Radio 8 Ball. I hope today's musical divination brings and brought the sync to you wherever you are. And until next time... I'm your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the Radio 8 Ball Show. It's a good show! <laughs>